It's time to bring corporations into the 21st century. Hard work and grit just aren't cutting it anymore. It's time to rebuild corporate from the ground up so we can create a workplace that we can be proud to hand down to the next generation. Welcome to the Strategist Podcast, a parent's guide to navigate corporate. So this week, I wanted to share with you something, a thought that I had as I was walking through my house the other day. I was looking at all of the different plants that I had and thinking about you know, what I've been doing to nurture them and allow them to grow and realized that my strategy has been allow them to show me whenever they need to be watered because just observing, you know, whenever the leaves are drooping or, you know, and just giving them enough water at that point. And that's about it. And it works. It definitely works because I've kept them alive. But the thought occurred to me that I was giving them just enough water to survive. I wasn't giving them fertilizer. I wasn't giving them anything else other than the bare minimum of what they needed to survive. And that really, it, the comparison of that to what I had been giving myself and what I give others sometimes is kind of the same where I'd only been giving myself enough rest, enough of good, healthy foods of whatever it is that, you know, brings me joy. I'd only been giving myself just enough, just enough to feel like I was surviving but not in order for me to thrive. I wasn't giving myself enough to do that. And just the comparison between that of how I was, how I was actually feeling about my plants. How I was feeling about what I was doing for my plants and the comparison between my plants and myself and that just really like hit home for me and made me realize how much I was not prioritizing the things that bring me joy in my life and how I was not giving myself enough of that so that I could feel like I was thriving instead of just surviving. And I can, I mean, you could probably relate where we go through, you know, being in corporate or being in business and trying to raise a family and all of the things that go with that and 
we can sometimes very easily fall into the trap of only giving ourselves enough to survive and not actually giving us enough to thrive and be the fullest version of who we're meant to be and what we're meant to give to the world. But there's no way that we can give to the world when we don't have enough to even fill up our own cup. We should be giving from a place where it is overflowing, where we can give without depleting. Because we're giving from a place of abundance rather than a place of lack. And yes, I literally had all of these thoughts as I was watering my plants. That is what happens. (laughs) Welcome to my world. And I think just that comparison of what I was doing with my plants was a direct reflection of what I was doing to myself. And that brings me to another aspect of this whole thing where our outer world is really a reflection of our inner world. And I want to bring this into something that is a little bit more concrete. So I want you to think of your office for a minute. What does your office look like? How does it feel when you walk in? Is it someplace that you actually enjoy being? Or is it someplace where you just go for a couple of hours? Honestly, probably more hours than you care to admit. And you exist there, but it's not a place that you actually enjoy going to. I know for a long time for me, I didn't put much thought into what my office felt like or what it looked like or really much of anything. It was a place where I had a couple of pictures of my kids. It was computer screens, a place for me to put my laptop, chair, you know, that was pretty much it. Like a whole bunch of books too. (laughs) I had a collection of books. And that was about it. I had a whole bunch of stuff in there. I was filling up the space with things that didn't really mean anything. It was just stuff to fill up space. And it really wasn't until I started to study more of how our outer world was a reflection of our inner world and really started looking into that practice of examining, you know, what is that saying about me? And what I realized is that in more ways than one, I was filling up spaces with just stuff that 
really didn't mean anything to me and was just there as fillers. It was there as padding. And it was, in a way, my version of unconsciously protecting myself. And especially when in an office setting, in a corporate setting, where it's not always the easiest place to thrive because it's sometimes very confronting and very difficult to really be in that environment at times. And so I started to really examine, you know, what does that mean about me? And when I started to declutter and I started to intentionally place items in there that actually meant something and placed things in there that had intention behind them, so much started shifting. So much started to shift in my career, in the way that I showed up at work, in the opportunities that came my way, and just the overall way of thriving and not just surviving. It was a place where I would go and actually enjoy being. Now, that was not every day, and it still isn't every day, where I go in there and I love what you know I'm doing, or I love everything that happens that day, because it's solely not the case. That's something that I'm still working through, right? I mean, it's always a work in progress. But I do feel like I really have created a space with intention that is in alignment with who I am and who I want to become. And so there are certain things that I have found in my work as a feng shui consultant where I look at other people's offices and help them create that space for them and where there are certain foundational things that are pretty consistent throughout most offices and really the first one that is huge because it It's what we call being in command. And what that does is you are, when you are sitting at your desk, can you see the door? Or if you cannot see the door, is your back to the door? Are you constantly surprised by people coming in? And the reason why this is so important is because going back to caveman days and those kind of things where we were in a flight or flight type situation, if things were to our back and we were constantly on guard, then we were in that fight or flight mentality where when we get startled, 
we want to either fight or flight and it puts us into our parasympathetic nervous system and it really wreaks havoc on our ability to thrive because we're still in this survival mode so that is one of the biggest things that I always tell all of my clients is that is your desk in command? Are you in command of your career? Are you the one that's in charge? Are you the one that is in the driver's seat? Because you can't drive looking behind you. You have to be able to look in front of you. You have to be able to see what is coming in order to react proactively rather than be reactive and I do feel like that is a big thing especially in corporate and business where we find ourselves being very reactive and it's so difficult sometimes to be proactive because we can't see what's coming and so something just as simple as setting that intention where you are moving your desk or if you can't move your desk place a mirror to where you can see the door when you're sitting at your desk or when you're standing at your desk and that in itself will shift your perspective it will put you in the driver's seat of your career of your office it will put you in the position to where you are able to truly thrive because you are not in that survival mindset so that number one is like the most important thing that you can do in your office to start that setting of intention to where you're doing things on purpose one of the other things that I find pretty common is a sense of not being grounded and that in itself is you may feel like when things come at you at work it tends to knock you over or you're not expecting it and it knocks you off kilter a little bit where things are coming at you you are you may get emotional and it may not be emotion as in I just want to go in the bathroom and cry kind of emotional though I mean that definitely is I mean I may or may not have done that once or twice in my career right but it can also be anger it can be frustration and feeling helpless and hopeless and feeling like no matter what you do you can't get ahead you can't get a hold of your workload you can't get a hold of progress where things aren't going to progress in the way that you want them to and it all comes down to the fact that you in your office are not grounded and to explain a little bit like what that means 
to be grounded is not necessarily saying like I'm going to be feet on the earth and I'm good. It's more a sense of feeling like you are the rock. Like you are centered. You are stable. You, when things come at you, you don't blow over and spin out of control. You stand your ground. You're able to stand on your own two feet. And this may sound silly, but one of the easiest ways, well, I guess two things. One is more of a physical thing that I like to do where I usually will ask my clients to bring in some sort of rock and put that rock in their office, either on their desk or in their desk drawer or in some place where they know it's there. And set the intention of that grounding you and keeping you centered and keeping you in your power to where you don't feel like you are being caught off guard and not being able to control your emotions. So that's kind of like a physical way that you can do that where you can bring something physical into your office to set that intention. But there's also things that you can do because we're not always in our office, right? We're not always in a place that we have control over. And what I like to do with this is to come back to our breath. Because our breath is something that we have with us everywhere. There are no prerequisites or things of, oh, I forgot it at home kind of thing, you know, This is something that you always have with you. And so I like to be able to go back to the breath, go back to the basics. No matter where you are, you have it with you. So when in those situations I feel like I am getting emotional or I am feeling like things are coming at me and... I am in that survival mode. I feel ungrounded. I don't feel like I'm centered and aligned with who I want to be. I go back in and focus on my breath. And it's really simple because you don't have to do anything special. No one even has to know you're even doing it. All you're doing is breathing. And so what I like to do is try to slow down my breath. And one of the ways I do this is to use the Fibonacci sequence. So for those of you who don't know what the Fibonacci sequence is, it is a breath. Well, it's really not a breath. I turned it into a breath thing, but... Um, what it is, is a sequence, a numerical sequence in nature that occurs naturally throughout all of nature. (laughs) And you can find it in flower petals, like the number of flower petals in each layer of petals that is on a flower. You can find it on seashells 
in the if you measure the width of each circular motion of the shell um, it has the same ratio you can find it on pine cones and i mean it just it's a naturally occurring thing of how nature organizes itself so the sequence is uh, 1 3 5 8 13 and so on so it's just a naturally occurring thing so what i did is i like to take it to where i breathe in for five counts i hold for three and then i release for eight and i like to do that three or four times maybe five times if things are really challenging but I just find that doing that really, really helps me come back to center, come back to who I am, and bring myself back into the present moment. Because a lot of times I find whenever I do get a little bit off kilter, I, I'm either living in the future or I'm living in the past. I'm not living in the present moment. And in order to bring myself back into my body, into the now, I use the breath. And you always have it with you. So those are kind of the three things that I use as part of just kind of the very basic things that I use with my clients who are coming to me for workspace alignments. And a workspace alignment is basically you draw out the floor plan of your office and I will look at it and give you some suggestions on how you can make that space feel intentional and in aligned with your goals and who you want to become and who you are now. And it's just this really great process where it really helps you set those intentions for your work so that you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So I hope that this was helpful and I hope that you enjoyed listening and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. All the links mentioned in today's show are in the show notes below. And if you enjoyed listening, be sure to leave a five-star review. It really helps other people like you find the show so that we can truly create a better corporate to hand down to the next generation. Thank you.